Want to start off today's show with a dilemma that somebody is having in the Facebook group. Okay. What would you do if this happened in your office, in your workplace? It's from a poster named Missy. She writes, y'all, a coworker revealed to me yesterday that he doesn't like dogs. Furthermore, he made a comment that broke my heart about chihuahuas. I have chihuahuas. <laughs> what do I do? I can't bring myself to speak to him now. Up until this point, I really liked him as a person, but now I see him differently. That's really funny. I mean, it's not funny. And I did see that. And I feel like if it were you and you were in the office, the Jeff Dollar way of handling this would be to go overboard on the dog stuff. Chihuahua dolls, pictures of your dogs. Like Chihuahua post-its. I mean, somebody. That old, that old school Taco Bell mascot, Yokio like Taco Bell Chihuahua. Everything. Yes. And that's how Jeff would handle it. I forget what somebody didn't like at your old office, but I remember like you and your friends at work just like railed them on it so good and made light of it. Like, uh, what was it? It was like your old boss, Tony. And I, he really didn't like something and you guys antagonized him about it just for fun. Well, it was the office speak. He really did like office. Yes. Okay. That was it. And he was addicted to circling back and running things up the ladder. And the segment that they still do on the show called in the loop Mm -hmm. is named after him because that was a phrase that he used all the time. And we were trying to come up with a way to, to, to name the new segment. And I was like, what about in the loop? That's, that's funny. That's what it's called. But I, okay. Someone at my office and I don't know why or how this came about, but, and I, I'm guessing it's out of love, but you could do this to irritate them too. Got a <laughs> probably like four foot tall cat head printed out on like foam core, like a thing. Uh-huh. And it's now sitting like they have an office that faces like the courtyard and it's just sitting there, a huge giant cat head. Because so what somebody if you, said they don't like cats. I don't know what the situation oh, okay. was, but you can make one of those of a chihuahua head and stick it in his office. That seems so, all of these ideas though, seem so anti upsidey. No, that's totally upsidey. Making light of a situation that, you know what I mean? Like making, oh, a, I, I th- making every, it into a joke. The way I look at it, I'm much more practical about it. I'm like, look, it takes all kinds to spin the world around, right? So he doesn't have to, I think it's a he or she, the person, your coworker, doesn't have to like dogs yeah. and specifically doesn't have to like chihuahuas. It doesn't make them a bad person. Right. Like you can, you know, if Ellen can find a way to talk politely about sitting next to George Bush at a football game over the weekend, you can certainly get along with the dude who doesn't like chihuahuas. Now, if you write back and say that, you know, chihuahuas should be fed to snakes, then we got a different issue. But until then, I think just try to get along with them or torture them, whichever sounds more upsidey to you. Living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to the Upside Podcast with Callie and Jeff. This is episode 70 of The Upside. This is your first episode of The Upside. Welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Uh, My name is Jeff Dollar, and I am grateful for the lovely pillow top mattress we have in our bedroom. Got a good good night's sleep last night, a solid night's sleep. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for my therapist. (laughs) Now, even though I got a great night's sleep last night, 
I'm feeling crappy and, and and we both are. And I'll tell you, here's because I've talked about this on earlier episodes of like the pressure that I feel in the morning and like this weird for 20, if you don't, if you're new to the show for 25 years, I did morning radio. So I would be up at 4am and there were times my workday would be done by like 1030 or 11 o'clock in the morning, the, the bulk of my mm-hmm. workday. So I'm no longer, as of this past May, I'm no longer doing that, but it's really weird to me to not accomplish most of the stuff that I want to accomplish in a day by noon. Like it's so like I was feeling it was actually causing me stress if I slept past like 7 a.m. You were feeling unproductive. Yes. And it was so weird. And then like a light bulb right after I talked about it on the show, like a light bulb, it went off and I'm like, you don't that's no, like that's (laughs) you don't have to do that anymore. So what I've started doing is being really productive in the evening Mm -hmm. after Callie goes to bed. I will answer emails, I'll clean up the house, I'll uh, get stuff in order for the next day, whatever it is I have to do, and then I'll go to bed and I'll just wake up with no alarm. You know what is also really, I'm like super excited for you, even though I'm like minimally jealous, is usually in the mornings, because I wake up in the middle of the night to go to work, right? And I get a little scared, like walking to and from my car. So Jeff, every morning watches our security cameras to make sure I safely get on my way to work. And he said yesterday, Callie, I would like to try walking you out because I really don't want any screen time. I think it's, it's disrupting my sleep. So I was like, okay, cool. So today I woke him up. He walked me out, goes back to bed. And I started texting him at like eight, eight 30. I'm like, um, Hey, good morning. Cause normally he texts me at like six or like seven at the latest or five. And yeah. And he texted me today. I would, what time did you text me? Like nine, nine. I slept till nine this morning and it was awesome. And how did you feel? Did you feel guilty about it? Um, I, I didn't feel too bad cause I was up until almost one and I was being productive mm-hmm. and I watched an hour of mindless TV. So I, um, So I was fine with it. Um, My problem, I don't think is this, like if I could just turn on the security camera and look and watch you leave and then not, and then go back to bed, Mm -hmm. it would be fine. But um, you get sucked in. I I'll like, Oh, let me just pop open Instagram. And there's always a comment and then I'll write back or I'll, or or I'll then, and then that's wakes me up enough to remember that. um, Well, uh, an email, when I, the pick me up email went out yesterday. So let me open that up and make sure it was delivered properly and see what mm-hmm. percentage of people opened it. And then next thing I know I'm wide awake. So and then uh, you're tired, like the rest of the day. Right. So, um, I didn't like sleeping till nine. That was too late. But if I'm being completely honest, I think I have just enough of something to be annoying, like whether it's a cold or allergies or whatever, I've got just enough of something that I'm just feeling run down. I feel super, super terrible this week. And I think, well, part of it is I got my flu shot last week and I am convinced with absolutely like no research on this, that every time I get a flu, it, let me rewind. It just so happens that every time I get a flu shot, I get sick. So I've been like anticipating getting sick since I got my flu shot, which you know how you can like make yourself like gratitude well, it's changes a, your brain. I'm like paranoid that I'm making myself sick. But I think there, I think that's a, a fact. Like I think you can get a little rundown after the flu shot, but what you can't get is the full blown flu. 
Like, I think you can get right. Like, I don't think that's an unusual side. But it's been long enough that like, I don't think that that's it. I think I'm just a little crazy. Speaking of a little crazy, um, I did go to something like, I don't know. Another reason why I'm feeling so like crazy today is that I am in therapy and I see a psychiatrist and I'm on medication. I take Zoloft for anxiety. And I said to my psychiatrist on Monday, I'm like, I would like to toy around with the dosage a little bit because I feel fine when I'm fine, but when I'm not fine, I'm still feeling pretty anxious. And, um, she was like, yeah, go up to the next, you know, highest. And I started at the lowest and then I was at another dosage. And then I was like, let's go up to a third. I feel terrible. I think you should back it back down and basing this on no medical degree whatsoever. Well, I think there's problems in that. And I asked, I went to therapy yesterday and I asked her, my therapist about that. Cause every time you change your meds, like my therapist is really involved and she like wants to know. And but it's only been 48 hours, right? It's only been two days. And, and I asked my, um, psychiatrist, I'm like, how long should I, you know, take to get used to this? And she said like a month. Um, my therapist said sometimes it takes people five or six days. So she's like, you really should call your doctor and say, Hey, here are the symptoms I'm having. But I wanted to say that on here because I think that people are so scared of medications, like for this reason, like people are paranoid. And I know you went through a long time with this where you were like a medication cannot help me feel better. It'll change who I am. It will alter my personality. And it doesn't when you find the right one, but the trying of the meds is really hard sometimes. And this one is like knocking me on my butt. Well, that's why I think you, I think maybe you were at a good dosage. There's just a lot of anxiety in this time. Well, and that may be it, but you have to like part of the medication process is tweaking it, kind of like pushing the boundaries with it and then saying, okay, this is a good fit for me. And I was wondering what would happen if I went up a little more. She also said there's like a different combination of medication I could take. So there's options. I just wanted to throw that out there because I feel like. But I, the reason I keep asking you questions, because this caught me completely off guard. I found out that Kelly adjusted her medication on Instagram, no, even you, even though she insists that she told me. I did tell you. I don't think you did. I really, really did. So You know what's interesting is you and I talk so much now between this show and like, you know, being married that I think I must have like thought that I told, like, I honestly can't remember what's in my head, what I say on here and then what I say to you. So I just have to like pay more attention to Okay. Well, what I'm fine with it. I'm just saying it's weird that I didn't know I about feel, it, but whatever. I feel a little judged. No, it's no, the medicine part of it's fine. It's that's the only reason it caught me off guard is because I didn't know about it. Got it. Well, I feel like I didn't make my point, but the only what? Nothing. Oh, I thought you were flagging me for oh. something. Um, I just wanted to say that the med process is not always easy. It's not always fun. There are going to be days where you're like, okay, this is crazy. I need to switch. And I have experimented with um, my doctors with medication for a decade. I have a lot of experience in it. So I know what this feels like. Um, if you're going through it, hang in there, follow the advice of your doctors, do what they say to do. They know best. They know you best. Um, and I feel like I have to say, do not cold turkey, go off medication. No, Talk to your no. doctor. That is not a good idea. So. No. Uh, all right. I'm going to change things up 180 degrees. I have a dilemma that I have to ask you about. 
Okay. Because our wedding anniversary is next week. We will be married three years on October 22nd. Mm -hmm. And so obviously we're exchanging gifts, right? Right. Okay. And uh, I think a few episodes ago, we talked about the fact that that un- even even though we have advertisers in the show and uh, we're we're you know selling T-shirts and stuff like that, the show is starting to make some money, but it's going kind of into the show fund so that we can continue to grow this thing. Right. And we haven't gotten paid on stuff like some of the like sometimes when you hear a commercial, we're not going to get a check for that for like three, three months, mo- three or four yeah. months even. So here's the issue. My bank account has, for the most part, dwindled down to nothing. So I don't have any money to buy you anything. And I have always, and I know this is wrong on some level because I, I mean, I know practically that it's Mm -hmm. wrong, right? That, that it's our money and that you, you know, we have a joint savings account and we have, um, you know, your paycheck coming in and we are going to make money from this thing eventually. But until then, my bank account's empty. So I'm having a dilemma. If I buy you a gift and put it on a credit card, I'm you're, the, the, one you're the one paying the credit cards right now. But... And I think this is different because, and people are going to be like, wait, what? That doesn't make any sense. You need to understand, Callie and I have had since we got married separate checking accounts and her paycheck got direct deposited into hers and mine got direct deposited into mine and the only we just never combined them because there was never any reason yeah we just didn't to it it, yeah. it worked for us um and we were very blessed to be in a position where I could pay the majority of the bills with my paycheck and then we were able to put a, a bulk of Callie's paycheck mm-hmm. in savings. Right. And that's just how it worked. And it worked for us. Right. So we still have, so now, so we've never, now, I, now's the wrong now time to, to joint up the accounts. Cause I'm like, Hey, I'm broke. Let's put them, let's do a joint account. <laughs> so I don't know. So I'm, I'm having such a dilemma about how to buy your anniversary gift. Do you know what you're going to get me? No, I can't nothing. I don't have any money. Oh, um, well, I'm going to give you a tracing of my hand decorated as a turkey. <laughs> In leather. Why is, leather? Because it's either leather or crystal. Oh, great. There's two. It's like three. For the third year. Okay. There's two things that I can't it's afford. Crystal. Well, um, I think maybe you put it on the credit card. We don't need to go. I mean, I did not go over the top this year, like for this reason. Like I know we're on a budget. It's not about going over the top. It's a, even if it was $10. The fact that you are buying your own gift troubles me. Does it? Because the other way around and you, do you remember how much time you spent telling me it's our money? It's our yes, stuff because I was insecure about the same thing. Because I was the breadwinner as the man should be. Oh. Now I am a kept man and it's weirding me out. Well. I've got, think- a, I've got a sugar mama and I'm not comfortable <laughs> with it. I don't know, boo. I think that you just have to roll with it. It's cool. Your life dream is to be a kept man. I know. In theory, that sounds great. But now that I actually have to go buy a gift using for you, now using you're feeling insecure. the money that you have earned, it weirds me out. It's our money. I know. It's I know in theory that's the case, <laughs> but it's still, it weirds me out. It weirds me out that I'm going to have to ask you to 
Because you said when we talked about doing the money stuff, you said for me to keep paying the bills and do all that, but mm-hmm. you'll just give me access to your account. Mm-hmm. So uh, that hasn't had that just it just the whole thing just weirds me out. Oh, is there anything I can do to like help the weird or it's just going to be weird? Yeah, you can pretend to act really, really happy when I give you one of my own leather belts for our anniversary or <laughs> or a pair of shoes or a wallet. I'll give you a wallet, a wallet that I don't use. You can be like here, and then you just have to really enjoy it. I will be really excited. <laughs> I bet you will. <laughs> I would like to say thank you to Kerov, who is one of our partners for this week. And as you know, we have been taking care of vitamins for about a month now, and we love it because they make it so easy for us, which Thank God we all need our lives to be a little bit easier. So you go online, you go to takecareof.com and you fill out a five minute survey about your lifestyle, what's going on with you, what your goals are. And they personalize a little like vitamin packet for you and they ship it right to your door. So there's no guessing about vitamins. There's no like, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of confusion and complication with vitamins, but takecareof.com makes it really easy. They also, which I love, has um, every little individual packet has a positive quote on it, which is like super upsidey. So I love it. And right now they're offering upsiders a 50% off discount, which is huge. Um, takecareof.com and um, upside 50 is the code for 50% off. Um, and I would like to say thank you to Hemp Fusion. Hemp Fusion also cares about your health, and they want us to tell you all about their daily supplements. Go to hempfusion.com. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at their website. Now, here's the deal. Hemp Fusion is all about the CBD, right? And that's all the rage these days. People talk about using it for anxiety to help them sleep. What about using it as a daily supplement? It just balances your mind with your body. What makes Hemp Fusion better? CBD with terpenes and omegas. It's a, uh, it's, it comes in a, in a bottle and you just put a tablespoon or two in your breakfast shake if you have one in the morning, stir it into a glass of water, whatever, but take just one or two tablespoons in the morning and uh, you, you will feel results. You'll have more energy, you will sleep better, and it takes the edge off if you tend to lean a little anxious. So hempfusion.com, 20% off and free shipping with the code word UPSIDE at checkout. I have, well, I saw something in the news that I thought that you would be like particularly disturbed by and would totally weird you out. Um, and it kind of reminded me of you because the second I saw it, I was like, oh, Jeff is going to hate this. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> okay. So have you seen the news about Walmart? No. Okay. So Walmart is launching, you know, how like now, and I haven't even gotten to like this yet where you like order like at Target or whatever, and then you, you sit outside and you call them or whatever. And oh, they, they bring, bring it, it to your car. Yeah, I like haven't really gotten into that because let's be honest, but since we're on a budget, maybe that will help our budget. It's if we just- So we don't go walking through Target buying all the stuff we don't need. (laughs) Well, Walmart is like thinking about launching this program where they have someone, even when you're not home, come to your house, come in your house and fill your fridge with groceries. No, no, no. It's like, I bet that is going to make, but they wear body cameras, right? And so you can see, like, they can record and, like, I guess you can see, That's like, great. what they're doing in your home. But they can also look around and see where, you know, the expensive stuff is. They can scope the place out, get the layout from it. Like, it, I'm sure they'll screen their employees, but that people, I, 
people being in my house when I am home weirds me out to like a, a level seven. People being in my house when I'm not at home is like a 10. Well, and Jeff says people like even people we know. Yes. Like having people in our space is like just really. Yeah. I, I feel like Amazon tried this a few years ago and it failed. I, I think they were going to because, you know, when porch robberies were all the rage and I think they still are but when people were having stuff taken off their porch. Yes. Amazon was was had some idea where they would bring the item directly into your house mm -hmm. and it was met with such opposition that I think it just faded away. Oh. But I I can't I, imagine that this is going to be a thing. Like I just can't and here's the thing is Jeff and I have talked before about people who can see around corners and how they become bajillionaires and so successful because they can see what's coming. And I literally am looking at this thinking, no, like who, like how I can't imagine a world, like I can imagine a world where we have like refrigerators, like in vaults attached to our house outside, but I can't see. Wait, and you put the food in and then it moves into the house. Yeah. You know what I think the smartest refrigerator invention is? And when we get rich, I'm going to buy one. But you know, there are refrigerators that take pictures of the inside of the fridge and we'll send them to you. So if you're at the store and you're trying to remember if you have yes. orange juice or not, like... Uh, you can hit the button. It'll take a picture of the inside of the fridge. And you can be like, oh yeah, there it is. And now that is genius. Mm -hmm. what genius. It, uh, but what if you had a refrigerator door attached to the outside of your house? Like, like, and so you had a fridge or but like then, a- But then you would have to build your kitchen always on the front of your no, house. No, no, no. Oh. There's like a vault. Like, you know, I have been in one really fancy person's house and they have that for their dry cleaning. It's a closet that locks from the inside. So they can get their dry cleaning dropped off. Oh, that's definitely a rich person perk. Totally a rich person perk. But what if so you had that, but it was thing. like a fridge where they could come and put your stuff like, yeah, in your fridge that was like, out. do you know what I mean? Uh -huh. And then you come behind on the other side and you can like, what if I'm seeing around the corner? If this gets invented, I would like to take credit. <laughs> you should have grown up in the little town where I grew up because I'm pretty sure a couple people on my street had refrigerators on their front porches. Just I, because? I, just because that's where you put a refrigerator sometimes. That's why had sofas in their lawn and cars up on <laughs> cinder blocks in the backyard. But they had the refrigerator on the porch, so they were probably like way, way ahead of it. This is going to take a weird turn, but um, have you... Did your grandparents have multiple refrigerators growing up? No. No? No. My grandmother, when I was little, cooked so much for, like, my grandmother was one of those people that cooked, just cooked, like, it was Tuesday, and, like, who's coming over? I don't know, but she's just always cooking something, and had so much food, and she had, like, three, two freezers in a garage, and then her normal refrigerator, because she cooked so much. Does that ever get used? I think about that sometimes. Hers was always full. Right, but does it get used or does it just live in there until it gets thrown out? Oh, the food? Yes. Oh, hers got used because she was very like, she would you, she would like get coupons. She would go to what she calls the price club, which is like Costco or Sam's or whatever. Right. Um, and she would go, She it would be very like strategic, like whatever was on sale. So it was like green beans and there would be like a green bean casserole and then she'd like divide it up and freeze it or whatever. And then, 
you know, she had all these grandkids. So like whoever would come over, just take it out of the freezer, plop it in the microwave and then go like she, so yeah, eventually. But, if you, but how long would it last? Like I would, and here's why I ask, like, I think about that with your parents because their refrigerator is always full. Your always. mom is always cooking, mm -hmm. but there's only two of them. And when we go over, we never eat leftovers. So where does the food go? I think they eat leftovers and I would be interested because my grandparents, like when they moved out of their house, which was like, what, two years ago, you were around when they moved out. Like, I wonder, I should have asked my mom how much stuff was in those freezers and like, cause she dates all of it too. I think that may be a Southern thing. Writing the date on it? No, having oh. like a second for it, like cooking in mass and then like or a big, doors open. Or a big family thing. Or a big family, but like doors always open. Whoever gets in the freezer first, it gets the food in there. Yeah. Nope. I was, uh, I was a poor one refrigerator kid. <laughs> I discovered something really cool. That's going to make Jeff Dollar geek out. What's up? I went to three fit theory.com. No joke. It's literally open on my computer right now. And, um, there's a button on the homepage and it says upside question mark. And then you click on it and then it takes you to the upside page on three fit theory. Three Fit Theory are uh, our, our partners on the show this week. Whatever one of the partners, and they are on board because they are truly my new favorite T-shirt. I love Three Fit T-shirts. I'm wearing one right now. Jeff tracked down um, Three Fit after he found out about them and was like, "Please advertise with us. I love it so much." And I know that there are a lot of people that follow me that say, "Where does Jeff get his T-shirts? My guy is so T-shirt picky, or my brother, or my dad, or whatever." And Three Fit Theory knows that t-shirts can be mm, lacking, especially if you're going for the cheap ones. So what they've done is, and Jeff's problem is, is they shrink up. So he's like got a crop top situation going on inadvertently. And nobody wants that. No, <laughs> nobody wants that. <laughs> so three fit theory, they send you three shirts. They want you to love one. They want you to like one. They want you to hate one. Whichever is your perfect fit, you send the other two back. They'll send you two more. And they're giving upsiders three shirts for $49.50. They come in a gift box, like this cool looking gift box. And in the box, there's a card for six months of free shipping. So if you want to buy again, within six months, it is free shipping for any and all orders that you do. So you could do all of your holiday shopping for your guys um, in your life here. So you go to threefittheory.com slash upside and it's there waiting for you. And I didn't know about the price. Or, like, or you just go to threefittheory.com and click, and on, click the on the homepage on the upside button. I did ask Jeff about the 4950 thing. I'm like, is that a good deal for guys for shirts? Cause I don't really know. Um, and Jeff was like, yes, 1000%. Cause you're either buying a $10 shirt that you have to throw away because it looks ratty right after two washes. Yeah. Or you're buying like a super fancy shirt that you're, you don't want to wear every day. Cause it's, really super fancy. So yeah, so, check yep. it out. Threefittheory.com. All right. We have to answer some questions that have come in, not via voicemail, but either through Instagram or emails. Um, and, uh, and some of these are so funny, the stuff that y'all notice, like Misty, Callie, this question's for you. When did you start calling Jeff boo? It's gone from zero to 200 overnight. Oh, that's been a thing for as long as I can remember. How did that come about, Jeff? That's sort of weird dating, I think. Uh, I don't even I don't even hear it. Yeah. But apparently you're doing it more on the show. Oh. Yeah. How long does it take to produce an episode start to finish? Well, it depends on how you define produce. Because if you're talking about brainstorming the content and then 
the physical act of recording and then editing. I mean, that's a probably a couple hours into each one, right? Yeah. The actual episode, the recording depends on if we're having an on day or an off day and how many times we have to redo things. Our show yesterday, I think we had to stop a couple times. Um, today we haven't really stopped that much, but, um, it depends on how much we communicate before the show. So, and then how long does it take you to edit it? So we record for like, say 40, about 40, 40 minutes. minutes and then editing, um, doesn't take too long. So the physical act of producing a show um, takes, I would say, two hours be mm -hmm. beginning to end. But then the brainstorming and the coming up with stuff to talk about happens all the time. So we're, yeah. we're constantly thinking of stuff and sending notes back and forth and stuff like that. Um, are there companies, stores, etc., that you absolutely will not patronize? If so, why? Yes, and that's a great question. Um, I will not patronize Zara. I have a really... I will give anybody a second chance, but Zara years ago was in the... Um, news for child labor, like violating child labor laws, which I have a massive issue with. So, okay. Everybody gets one time to learn their lesson. Then they got busted for it again. Then there was a third PR scandal. And I was just, that happened probably a decade ago, but I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done until they come up with something that makes me think otherwise I'm out. I kind of feel the same way about Jimmy John's because the guy, Jimmy John, is a big game hunter. Like yeah. he, he goes to Africa and he hunts like lions and elephants yeah. and, and, and he poses for pictures with him. And so my issue is not that that's what he does. It's that he, the way he flaunts it, like... Because I, I look at it, and maybe this is looking at it too, I don't know, philosophically or whatever, but you're not only a businessman who's made millions of dollars and you have to respect your customers, right? As a customer, we have a right to go shop wherever we right. want to and we don't want to, but you also have a responsibility to all of your employees. And you, you he's got thousands of people who, who make a living. Mm -hmm. And so he's making decisions to do stuff that are causing people to not go to his, his restaurant. And he's built this empire and given all these people jobs. Like he kind of has an obligation to look out for them too. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. So I get it if that's what you want to do, but you got to keep it more quiet. And the first time, the first picture that got out, like that should have been the only picture. Like that you're proud that, and it's, it, yeah, it's hard out. to, it makes me, I haven't eaten there since those stories came out either. Um, I'm sure there's other ones. Zara is the one that I feel like super strongly about. Um, what else? I don't like the fast fashion thing in general. Um, I have read more stories than I want to about how like cheap, cheap, cheap clothing comes at such a high cost. Um, I don't know I what's, don't. what's fast fashion. Um, fast fashion is like this new thing. Like Amazon is big on it right now, but like forever 21, like all of these brands that are making and selling things for like $5. Like if it's $5, it's costing the company, what, like a dollar. So that Got means it. they're paying whoever's doing Understood. it like way less than they, they should be getting. So, um, that when I, when I stop to think about it and when I hear stories like that, it really is upsetting to me. So, 
I'm not perfect. And I know a lot of places I probably shop, um, don't have the best practices, but when I know about it and you know, whatever, please don't send me articles on it. It makes me really upset. Uh, favorite Christmas tradition you guys have as a couple. Ooh, favorite Christmas tradition. Um, we have, I like all of our traditions. I, I there's not just one. I like the whole thing. Cause our, our starts like Christmas Eve in the day. And usually Jeff is like, our starts the day after Thanksgiving when we get our tree. Is that your favorite one? No, but like our Christmas. I forgot about that. The first weekend of like after Thanksgiving, we get our tree every year. And And I love it because I am a tree aficionado. um, I think my favorite tradition, it doesn't have anything to do with Callie at all. But um, (laughs) my favorite thing is I name my tree every year. Jeff names our tree. Do you have any like names that you've come up with this year? Uh, I, well, it's, I was doing unveiling, so I wouldn't be able to say that's true. Anyway. Last year was Ryan Treecrest. Yep. We've had Citrina Gomez. Yep. We've had um, Katniss Evergreen. Yep. We have had, what else have we had? Uh, well, last year was not um, Ryan Treecrest. Uh, last um, last year was Freddie Mercury. <laughs> Ryan Treecrest is before that. Citrina Gomez is 2016. Norman Treatise was 2015. <laughs> Katniss Evergreen was 2014. Ferrist, Ferrist, Gump, Jennifer Needles, and Trilo Green. Trilo Green is pretty solid. That's, yeah. Um, so we do that. We also have like a fun tradition. I just like all of the like, like we adopted Jeff's tradition of going to his best friend George's house. We always get included in his Christmas Eve. So we go there. Is that that we do that Christmas Eve and do like uh-huh. a, an ornament exchange that I love. And then Christmas day, we have a little Christmas, um, at our own house, wherever that might be with the dogs. And then we take the dogs and we go to my parents for gifts. Uh, all right. And last one, uh, how did the knockoff earbuds work out? Remember when I was looking for, I didn't well, want, well, what the knockoff earbuds, they're fantastic. How Which do you one? know? Are you talking about the black ones or the white ones? I don't know. The ones I bought. The ones with our logo on it? No, nobody knows about those. Oh, okay. Yeah, the black ones he loves. Yeah, they're great. They're um I, I was afraid of getting Apple ear pods because I was convinced I would lose them. So I found a cheaper pair on Amazon and I love them. I will be completely honest with you though. Uh If somebody else is using Bluetooth, like if you're on a walking path and you pass someone else and they have wireless earbuds in, um, you you can't hear what they're doing, but but these just like dip out just for a second. Like they just get a little bit quieter for the one second while you pass them. Yeah. Which is odd and it probably doesn't happen, but for uh, saving, I don't know how much the Apple ones cost, 200 bucks or something like that. You're saving $165. It's fine. Did you, um, have you run with them? Like, do they fall out of your ears? That's what I don't understand. No, they stay in just fine. You oh. they get the little rubber tips that are different sizes. So you just pop them in. Yeah. Oh. So you'll link that in the show notes. If you're interested in Jeff's knockoff earbuds, AirPod. Yes. Things. They're really good. I like them very much. Thank you for listening to the upside podcast with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you subscribed. So you never miss an episode of the upside. If you have not been to our website yet, I would encourage you to do that for multiple reasons. One, Jeff is putting show notes in full up there. So if there's anything that you were like, wait, I didn't catch that, or I need the discount or whatever, you can go there and find everything calliandjeff.com slash show notes for that. 
There is also new merch this week that I am so excited about. And we're starting to get a little collection of merch going and I'm just, just so excited. Jeff, have you gone and lurked on our merch store? I looked at it last night. I saw the hoodies and the women's t-shirts. Do you nice. like it? Yeah, they're awesome. Okay, so we have more merch coming. Well, we, my question is, it's also showing weaponized hamster shirts up there. Are those sold out? Okay, those are sold out. Okay. That version is not going to come back. So if you got that version, that's going to be like your thing. And then I think what my what my idea is, if you're cool with it, is what if we did a weaponized hamster 2020 tour shirt? Yeah, absolutely. So like every year, you know, we change the shirt like a tour shirt. So do we release it like before Christmas? So or- no. I won't have it ready for Christmas. Oh, okay. But it just takes me a really long time because I like it to be really good, but it'll be out. So we'll do- That was my question. Do you release it before the year 2020 or does it come out in the year 2020? In the year. Okay. So there will be no weaponized hamster merchandise until after the first of the year. That is correct. Um, But I have mocked up some designs that have like our little weaponized hamster buddy. Should he be named? Uh, Yeah, but we don't have to worry about that until the shirt comes out. Well, I know, but he's going to be on some more merch that I have coming out. Oh, really? He doesn't say weaponized hamsters, but there is a picture of him. Got it. On there, Lily. Lily is not happy about the hamster. Lily wants to be on the merch. Lily doesn't want to be on the merch. So we have a t-shirt that... Very, very much wants to be on the merch. No, she's just trying to tell everyone how good the shirt is. Um, so we have a super soft t-shirt that says I'm an upsider on it. We also have this incredible hoodie that says I listen to Callie and Jeff, which I think is awesome. They are all Callie approved. I have worn them. I have lived in them. I've washed them. You're going to love them. Callieandjeff.com and then click on the merch tab. What's up, Callie and Jeff? This is Jason from Cumming, Georgia again. I just wanted to impart some more dad advice this week. The reason you can tell the difference in Skittles flavors is because you can actually taste the rainbow. Just thought y'all might want to know that. Hope you have a good rest of the week and enjoy your weekend. Hasta Luigi. Hey, Jeff and Callie. This is Diane. Uh, You were talking in today's podcast about dogs and music. And about four years ago when we first got our rescue lab mix, um, I sat down to play the piano when we first got him. And I kept hearing in the background some noise and I would stop playing and then the noise would stop. But it sounded like I had another voice, like an angel voice. And I realized it was my dog who was howling in tune to my piano playing. And so it was really awesome at first, but now I can't really sit down anymore and play because he howls so much. I'm trying to figure out whether he likes it or whether he's in pain. I'm not sure which. And I'm not that bad of a piano player. But anyway, um, yeah, play some music for your dog. I think it's awesome. See ya. Bye. Jeff, I have never felt such a kinship with someone with someone just now as when you said, I don't like drinking milk with my cereal. Oh my gosh, I have eaten dry cereal my entire life. And when you're like, my mom eats dry cereal with Cheerios, that is literally me. I eat Cheerios with no milk, uh, some sugar on it, like the most unhealthy person that I can, and that's why I don't have cereal in my house. Thank you for making me not feel like such a weirdo because I've been made fun of it for my entire life. Have a good day. Hey, this is Samantha. Um, The whole thing with the Fruit Loops and the M&M's, 
Um, they have, it has nothing to do with taste. It's all about the color. Um, I have to split my M&Ms, whether they're peanut or regular, and eat one color at a time, and I always have to end with green. The Fruit Loops are the same way. I try to pick out all one color and eat it all at one time, and then the green ones are always last. I don't think they taste any different. They're just different colors, and I just have issues with eating mixed colors. So that's just my opinion. I hope you guys have a great day. I have to go eat some cat poop. Okay, bye.